And joining us now here on Cats and Cosby to talk about the mental health of this individual, but also what we need to do with individuals like this who are all over New York City and really all over America is Stephen Ede. He is a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Stephen, what do we do not only, obviously, to help somebody like this, but also to help society? Yeah, I think the last time I was on with you guys, it was when Mayor Adams was rolling out his involuntary treatment plan uh, sometime last year, as you recall. Um, And that was an effort to, you know, make more use of psychiatric hospitals to stabilize people and to help society. Um, I think what we learned from this tragedy is that, first of all, um, that plan is not going quite far as look and stabilizing the subway. But secondly, we still need something like that if we're going to um, do something about these tragedies. You know, and they're happening all too often, John. We see them every day. I mean, we see them on the streets well, of New I, York. I, this is John Katzmatidis, and, and I have said that uh, 20 years ago, we used to have 28,000 patients in mental health hospitals, and then the politicians uh, threw them out. And uh, the, now I think there's only like 3,000 in mental health hospitals. So this is a contingent liability. Whom to blame? The politicians that, that threw them out of the uh, uh, mental health hospitals and, and, uh, and made them homeless? Or do you blame? Uh, who do you want to blame? I mean, I don't know anymore. Well, but yeah, this is a failure of government systems. I think we understand, you know, whether you're on the right or the left, that people with severe mental disabilities whose families cannot care for them, that's going to have to be the government who steps in there. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. So really, we need to talk about what are the politicians doing? Yeah, and it doesn't look like they're doing anything. You know, the one thing I think about, too, in the middle of all this, Tiffany Caban, of course, New York City Council member, Remember when there was that horrible case of the guy who had a mental history, uh, clearly had illnesses, had priors. He stabbed the FDNY woman just out of the blue. And Tiffany Caban basically said, when you see somebody with mental illness, approach them. Ask them if they went to high school with you. Ask them, would they like a drink? I don't think you want to have contact. I mean, that's crazy. She must be tiptoeing through the tulips. Right. I mean, these incidents are so fast, it's it's hard to keep track of all of them. But here's what's different about this one is the way that some politicians are trying to make this about race. Okay, that I find very disturbing. If we keep the focus on untreated serious mental illness, I mean, it's a faint hope, but maybe we can talk about reforms in that front. If this thing spirals out of control and becomes all about race, you can forget about mental health reform yet again. You know, and um, and Stephen, too, also, we do need to obviously try to help these people. Some of them are crying out, but some of them, it's like not even crying out. They They're do like need a, help. No, like I, I, agree. I agree 110%. I, I think the politicians are more guilty than anybody because they're the ones that close down to save money. They're the ones that closed down these hospitals to save money and made them homeless. So they, t- they changed the characterization of these people yes and, and the other thing we have are veterans and the, the the federal government has to take care of our veterans because they threw them in the streets too Absolutely. and they became homeless and you know what i also think john i also think family members need to do more because so many times we hear these stories and family members say oh i knew he had a mental illness or i knew she had a mental illness and don't do There's anything blame to go around a lot of places rita and uh, I don't know what to do anymore, but uh, it, it comes back to what happened in the subways. I mean, they, these people are using the subways. 
as, as their hotels. Yeah, and police can't be everywhere. That's the thing I think about. I haven't been on the subway that much, John. Last time I was on, I like prayed after I got well, off. Well, if I went on a subway, I'd take a Rocky Calavito bat with me, like I've always said. And and somebody bothers me, I'd hit him over the head. Well, if I came, I'd bring you. <laughs> right. I mean, what I do we do? The mayor. The, well, the mayor has been focused on this. Since he took office, he's been talking about this problem in a way that I don't really think you saw the Blasey talking about it. It was more just an uncomfortable subject for him. Um, but the prog- and so they made they're making an effort more involuntary treatment. They're trying to at least talk about investing more in psych beds, but um, they're going to need a lot more help from the state. Um, and he's going to need a lot more need a lot more effective in fighting off the progressive left and trying to hijack this narrative. We all agree. It's up to the politicians, the city, the city politicians, city council, the state assembly, the governor, and the state the senate to care for these people. And, uh, you know, don't say that you care for the poor and you're for the poor if you're not taking care of our homeless in the streets. Absolutely. And stop the blame game, too. 1,000%. Well, Stephen, I thank you so much for being with us from the Manhattan Institute. A very important topic. We appreciate you being here on Cats and Cosby. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you, Stephen. I hope we solve the problem someday. Yeah, boy. Thank you, Stephen, very much for making the time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. NYC.